Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. J. Buffy Angel. Hello. That's so funny because I always call you Callie, but you never call me J. Buffy Angel. I call you Jen. I know because that's my name. But that's what <laughs> you your name is on Twitter too. So it is. That's true. J. Buffy Angel just doesn't really roll off the tongue like Callista Wolf does. It's my personal well, opinion. I mean, it doesn't. Right. But... Does it doesn't. <laughs> Also, it lacks the It's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, college me was was a fanciful sort. You're still kind of fanciful. Sorry, that was my pop opening. Fat. My fat. So Minnesotan when I say that word. So, so how's life? What are you doing? Well, it's Woo-hoo! the weekend. My kid finally got her class schedule, so I'm pretty pumped. Oh, she's good. at school tomorrow, so we're really happy that she's finally got her schedule. You know, better late than ever. I just told her this year is a crapshoot. It's going to be kind of disastrous. If she learns something, we'll just take it as a bonus. You know, it's it, what it is, is it's a lot of experiment, yep. and it's an opportunity mm-hmm. for learning. But still a disaster. <laughs> Absolutely disaster. Well, what frustrates me is like lots of schools seem to like have their act together, mine does not. And I'm not talking about teachers. I'm you know, talking no, about like I think most board. don't though. Huh? Most most don't yeah, have their I just act feel together. Like I get that this is like an unprecedented event. So like I'm being pretty flexible. I'm just like whatever. Plus nothing that they're really doing to screwing stuff up really impacts me very much. I just feel bad for like working parents who like actually need to know. Well stuff. yeah, they're the, they're the ones that are really yeah, getting they're the seriously getting the shaft. I'm like I'm fine. You guys can do whatever, but no, they need to like plan childcare and like sort crap out. So getting the school schedule and all that kind of the night before school ain't great, but it's okay. Whatever. It, it is, is what, what it is. is. Listen, we were supposed to have some program called like Edgenuity, but it wasn't ready on the first day yeah. of school, which was already delayed several weeks past when we would normally Same. start. And so they did Google Classroom for the last several hmm. weeks. And then Friday, they sent out the ingenuity stuff. And they're like, Monday! And we're like, yeah, it's going to take all week to get used yeah, to that. Yeah, for so. sure. For sure. Yeah, we got delayed. It was just kind of a mess. I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> we closed down schedule last Wednesday. They were like, oh, yeah, we'll be shipping out books in like a week or two. I was like, I feel like that's something that they could have predicted, that students would need textbooks. I feel like that's I you think would that think would that. be a thing. But, okay, trying not to be too judgy. It's fine. Whatever. 
it's 2020 it's just we a just complete shit show this entire year is a disaster zone so it kind of like if it was school was going well i think it might unnerve me i'm not prepared that's probably true in the year of 2020 for there to be good things so speaking of okay so what are we talking fire. about today <laughs> we're talking dumpster fires so this podcast is coming out as a sense of sympathy i guess we 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 feel terrible for 100 fans that's kind of the long yeah of it. yeah you guys got hosed so spoiler alert for the 100 one two three all right you better shut me off um so after many many years of fans shipping clark and bellamy and hoping against hope that the two of them would end in some kind of you know, romantic relationship and the showrunner just blatantly teasing romance but never following through and the actor's chemistry and all that. Uh, Clark shot Bellamy and he is, in fact, dead. Dead, yeah. (laughs) So we felt like this was a particularly harsh way of resolving it. Because they usually they just kill off one half and that sucks. Right. But to have the other half kill Do that it. person. Right. Like, like oh. we felt that was like a particularly like heinous, heinous. and middle finger way of saying Sayonara fans, it's been great. Thanks for the memes. You know, it's just it's, I bet he was just cackling seeing everybody's reaction. And like I've watched so the Jason Rothenberg. So yeah. I've read, like, there's a lot of cross fandoming, and there's a there's a big part of the Elicity fandom that uh, likes Bell Arc, and there's also a big part of the Elicity fandom that likes Captain Swan and Delena. Don't I don't know why. <laughs> it's just the way it works. So, like, you see all of this Bell Arc stuff on our timeline. So over the years, even though we have. We haven't watched it. Or at least Jen's watched an episode or two. I haven't even done People that. People were like, trying to get me to watch it. I was like, okay. I think this was like when it was airing like season three or four. And so I think I watched the first six episodes. And I was just like, you know, if we're not going to turn to sun- sunshine and rainbows at some point here, I don't really know if this is like the show for me. So I kind of like read up on the guy. And I remember like it was maybe like last year I had made my final decision that I would never watch this dumpster fire of a show because i guess there were two characters that got a happy ending and jason was like that'll be the last time you see a happy ending on the 100 and it's like why would you tell your fans that before the show is over? right like you're just telling them okay stop watching my show yes. like and then his ex that was fairly ridiculous like he tweeted out like obviously this is a big episode and fans are going to be upset about Bellamy dying and whatever so he was all ready to do his little tweet he had a tweet ready to go copy paste hit send and it was a disaster zone of a tweet I was like first of all if you have to explain what your show is about you're not a good writer (laughs) like it should be clear so he said that Basically, The 100 is a show about survival and the things people will do in order to survive. And basically how willing they are to sacrifice their souls in order to survive. So I was like, so basically, in summary, you're telling us that 
the, the relationships that characters make don't matter because they're just going to kill each other if they need to survive anyways. Basically. First of all, that's just a completely horrible, bleak outlook on life. Second of all, it's not true. The human history shows on a regular basis that people will sacrifice their survival in uh, for the sake of their souls and other people's lives and souls. So I just was like, I mean, like, I already knew this guy wasn't for me, but, like, that really solidified. I was like, wow, wow. And I feel also he's fairly mean-spirited when it comes to shippers. Like, he's very mean-spirited. Like, shippers is a dirty word. It makes me so mad. You know what shippers are, Cal? They're fans. Hmm. Well, isn't he the one that said that fans misinterpreted Clark and yes. Bellamy? He said that. Like, no, right. honey, that's not that's not a thing. Right. He's kind of taken the no. stance the same way the Supergirl writers have with like oh, you know, I, I hate, hate them. That. Uh with the with Alina and Kara. They're like, oh, you guys are seeing something that isn't there. Well, here's a cool story. How about you stop playing romantic music in every single one of their scenes? How about you stop having them basically reenact Lois and Clark scenes all the time? Just thought, if you don't want people to think that they're, they're like, Kara's not gay. I was like, I'm not saying she has to be gay. Doesn't mean she doesn't, like, doesn't mean she doesn't have a thing for a woman, though. It's possible. Your mind. I don't know. So, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, fans are reading into all of this because whatever, I guess, um. Well, it, it comes down to a really belittling, demeaning outlook on those particular fans. Right. That these 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 fans are too stupid and small and 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 whatever right. to to understand what this show is really right. doing, and all they can think of is is these two being in love. And God, how stupid! How is just that? It's, it's just like moronic and sophomoric and. Simple can we not have that attitude? Like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> That's what I say to that. It's okay to like people in a romance. It That's is fine. okay. It's it doesn't a, make you stupid. It's fine. It's it. It's it's a natural. Like, nobody's saying it's a natural human element to have relationships yeah, with people. Yeah. That's natural. Right. That's why almost every single television show, movie, and or book that's ever written has some kind of a romance in it. FYI, because it's just part of being a human being. And it's okay for for portions of your fandom to want that. Yeah, because last time I checked, they're still watching your show and making you a crap load of money. And here's the thing. It doesn't mean you have to then no. do what the shippers no. want. Like like what the, the, the comic fans always accused us of doing, that we, we made them do a list. No, you don't have to, to do it. But here's an idea. Even if you're not going to do it, you can still be a decent person to those fans. Yeah, I just found his And not call them idiots. Yeah, I found his tweet to be, oh, you silly little shippers. I'm going to explain to you what the 100 was really about. And then you'll understand why Bellamy had to die and why you thinking that they would ever be together was ridiculous. You're like, what are you even just like regardless of the fact that he leaned into it 
for the last seven years. That's my thing. Like they say, oh, well, because it got it kept them right. on the air. It was like I hate it when writers tease crap and then don't follow through, and then they get mad at Can viewers we... when viewers are like frustrated with the tease, and then they act like the tease you... isn't there. It's so much gaslighting. You know what it reminds me of? I forget the name of the guy. All of it's a sudden, okay. you've got oh, you have gen disease. <laughs> <laughs> The showrunner for Veronica Mars yes. used those fans to get the show brought back. They paid for it. They paid for it. Well, they paid for the movie. Yeah. They paid for the movie. They yeah. paid for that movie. And and the movie was hugely popular, so they brought back the show. Yep. Only to kill off the ship. Like those were the fans that brought your show back. So you they were you used them. Well, and his explanation was crazy pants. He was oh, like, God. because Veronica is a super sleuth and it's a dark noir show. Okay. And there's, there's a explaining what the show right, is. And, to with people the explaining. Again. <laughs> and it was like, and she can't be this super sleuth if she's in a relationship. Like, I hate this thing. It's like, it's like they swung to the other side of the pendulum. Back when you and I were growing up, it's like you couldn't have a female character without her being in a relationship with somebody. Like that was the that was what the female character existed to do was be like in the romance. Now they've all flipped out. Now they're all oh yeah. So, so in order to be a strong female character, she can't have a love life. Yes, because they're they're so scared to death that you're gonna say, oh, you're saying that women can't be alone. Right. No. no, you can have both. It's Literally nobody was making that (laughs) argument in the 80s and 90s. All we were saying is, like, inject a little variety in there, you know? Well, and make the women main characters in their own story. That's all women have wanted. Literally, that's it. Women to be be the main character in their own story. Exactly. Number one on the call sheet, which that's all we wanted. It was We weren't saying she can't ever find love. (laughs) It's like, are you crazy? Yeah, so now they've all swung to this other pendulum. And I just find it to be actually really insulting. Because why can't a guy, a male lead, have all the little facets of life checked off the box, but a female can't? Well, the the exception to that, of course, is is the the superheroes who they have to have their love interests killed right, off for growth. I'm so for tired growth. of this this concept that you have to kill people in order to redeem them kill people for a female character to have growth or a male character i guess superheroes or either one (laughs) third one oh that killing people killing characters is shocking and like uh it it gives your show depth yeah it's it's yeah yeah i'm like no that's not that's not everybody kills everybody on tv now like i feel like showrunners don't actually watch television (laughs) I feel like that might be what's happening. Like, they walk around. I guarantee you this Jason dude is like, wow, am I brilliant that I killed off the male lead. Oh, no, you're not. Talk to Shonda Rhimes. She does that shit all the time. <laughs> I'm just like, no. It's, it, and they think that it's, like, this super inventive and creative way to end a show is to kill somebody. I'm like, you know, that's actually kind of lame, and it's getting to be pretty standard. Like, there are a couple times, like, you you asked me yesterday, you sent me an mm-hmm, article mm-hmm. about um, character deaths that ruined the show. And I had a hard time with that because the shows, particularly the shows given example in 
the article aren't shows that I've watched. Possibly for this very reason, because I could smell the yeah, that Yeah, that's of fair. That's fair. I would say that I don't read off the ones once you're done um, in the article, but yeah, I agree. And, and, but, but for the shows that I have watched where there have been deaths, it's been instances where I don't think it's ruined it. Like, I felt like it's worked. Like, I'm thinking of, of shows like Breaking Bad and Sons of Anarchy and Lost, Lost and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, it's those deaths. Yeah, they hurt, but they didn't ruin the show. Not for well, me, but, but particularly when you get to the end of Lost and you see what the point of it all was, like it makes a lot of sense why there are so many characters yeah. dying. Um, like it was, it was devastating when Charlie died, but like it didn't ruin the show for me. So right, I'm like, okay. So I don't, I don't, I couldn't think of any. Examples. And I have, I don't know if I personally have examples where I'm like, nope, I'm done. Everything it. I've heard, I can think of is a show that I, like I've heard people talk about, but that I didn't watch. Yeah, I think and a like, lot of the ones I'm in the same situation where it's like I didn't watch the show, but I heard what they did, and I was like, "Peace, the fuck out!" Like, well, and the Veronica Ma- Mars thing is a great example because that ruins the show. I think I have one. I have How I Met Your Mother. That series, finale, yeah, and see, and I didn't watch okay, that, that so finale definitely ruined the show for me i have a very hard time going Absolutely. back and rewatching it i can't watch like it's true it's when the show is ruined it's when you can't go back yeah you don't want to go that back. is like i mean game of thrones is kind of ruined but uh, it's not it's not because jamie died it's because everything was shit. right <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, it wasn't the death specifically it was it was everything you pretty know? much just like can we throw a little lighting down at the the winterfell castle so we can actually see the big fight against the dead that would be great things like it, it's just like there's so much other stuff going on and then on top of it the story problems i was like oh man what a disaster but no i would say how i met your mother the problem i have with how i met your mother and when i ask what the worst series finales are this is always the one that gets like number one yeah everybody universally hates this one like every day, you'll see people throw in Lost, and you'll see people throw in Game of Thrones and stuff. But How I Met Your Mother is just universal, right? And I think the problem is, is just you know, I respect the fact that those guys wanted, and they had a vision, and they stuck with that. But I think there came a point too where they weren't in tune with their audience, and then they weren't in tune with their show. I mean, the finale would have worked great if the show had lasted two or three years, but it went nine seasons. And when you're telling people for nine years, spoiler alert on How I Met Your Mother, you're telling people for nine years that Robin is not the one, and then we're all really, and everyone's really invested in Ted finding this amazing woman who is the one. So you already love the mother before you even meet her. And for them to basically bring her on and kill her off, basically making her a baby-making machine, well, putting them with like Robin, they- I'm like, no, mm-mm. I, I I didn't really watch that show, but was there any glimmer, like in the voiceovers no. with the kids and stuff, like that she was no longer alive? They like, was started that... uh, when we were watching the final season. There was a there was a, a scene uh, with Ted, and he goes racing to her apartment door, and he gives this really emotional speech. It's really beautiful. But me and my husband at the same time, we were like, "Shit, they're killing the mother," because he said. In 45 days, I'm going to meet you. And I basically, I would give anything to have these these extra 45 days with you. So you're like, fuck. Mm. So like, I kind but they waited in... until the last season 
season nine to do yeah, that? Yeah, I think it was nine. So up until then, you're just, just you know, it's like you're changing the entire right. You feel right. Of the you're show. expecting that Ted's gonna be with this woman at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. and then. That's just so stupid. The really thing that frustrated me. It's a waste of I know, time. It was, so, it was so bad. And the really thing that really frustrated me was that Rob, Ted had to get over Robin in order for his heart to be open for the mother. That was the whole point of the show. It was about getting over someone that you're madly in love with, but they're not the one. And, like, coping with that and, and you know, getting okay with her marrying his best friend and I mean, they spent the entire last season on Barney and Robin's wedding, and then they had them divorced in the finale. It was such a jarring pacing movie. And then he gets together with the mother, and then she's dead within, like, 20 minutes. You're like, wait, what the fuck? What just happened? It's just, it's from the timing-wise and the, and I would have given anything to have more of Tracy in the final season they could have brought her in a lot sooner than they did because she was basically she was basically female Ted but she was just like really delightful and sweet of course you're gonna love her but yeah there was just a whole lot of shit that they did all in an all in an effort to put Robin and Ted together at the very end of it that is just nonsensical to me after nine seasons so it just it wastes all the time they spent building right I can't watch Robin and Barney I can't watch Ted getting over Robin because I know that they're and just like getting invested in the mother because I know they're just going to kill her. She was just an incubator. Well, and all the time that they spent on on Robin and Barney, mm-hmm. like it's for nothing because yeah, they got divorced. divorced. It all so all the yep. sweet the sweet discussions that they had yep. and the speeches yep. and grand gestures. I mean, it doesn't mean doesn't anything. Matter. People had that experience. It's not like, okay, well, you get a divorce from someone and like your marriage. And but it doesn't right. matter in the scope of the show. Right. Like you wasted the time right. of everybody. Right. Everything you're telling us this show is about through your writing. This is another one where they come out in an exit interview. Oh, well, this is what the show was about. It's like, well, not, not according to the nine years of writing you've been telling us. You've been telling us for nine years that Ted's destiny is the mother and Robin's destiny is, is Barney. And then within 45 minutes, you unravel all of that in the last episode, all for what? So it can match up to this pilot that you guys pitched nine years ago. Well, then stop telling me that, you know, then why did you have this whole unravel Barney and Robin or unravel Ted and and Robin? Shouldn't you have been building towards that all these years? Because they weren't, they really weren't like the night. I feel like the eighth season was a lot about Ted, like being in love with Robin, having a very big problem with Barney. And um, he was having a really difficult time with their wedding. It was all of that. And it's only until he's let go of her, then he meets the mother, which is a beautiful scene. It was a beautiful scene. They should have just ended. That should have been the final scene of the show. They showed an alternate ending. There is an alternate ending where they cut out all that crap where it's like, you know, it looks like Barney and Robin are going to get back together. It, you know, it looks like the mother doesn't die. It's really great. I was like, that was the ending that they should have gone with. It's just... It's just really frustrating. And I get fans who are pissed off and angry. And, it, you know, I feel like with Jason Rothenberger, he actually takes glee in hurting fans. Oh, yeah. He loves to see them. He just loves to piss them off, like, and doing whatever he thinks is counter to what they want. He thinks that makes him a genius. Like, no, that just kind of makes you mean. It's fine for him to have, it's fine for him to be, 
to have a vision for the 100 and it's fine if it doesn't match up to what other fans think the 100 should be but I don't feel like he's been particularly respectful towards fans or respectful towards well and given that his show is on the CW like what do you expect that he can't be surprised that there were well and this is like this is this is the same guy who killed Lexa yeah he got in trouble over that like two minutes after their first yeah then he and like some kind of rando bullet here's the like she was still in bed like right it's like I mean like That's literally the kill your gaze trope. Like she didn't. She just got out of bed and with Clark, and then he killed her. It's just like, what are you thinking? And the crazy part, because I did watch the scene where Clark kills Bellamy, and he's got this book, and she's like, "Give me the book. I need the book." And he's like, "And she's gonna jump into some portal." And he's like, "No, I'm gonna keep the book." And I guess she has a daughter, or like pseudo, or I don't know, adoptive daughter, not pseudo daughter, but like she's got a daughter who she takes care of, and um, she's like, "Give me the book." you know they get this book then maddie's in danger and bellamy's like i'm not gonna give you the book and so then she shoots him and then she jumps into the portal without the book why so it was for nothing nothing. so literally she shoots bellamy for absolutely no reason it's it's pretty ridiculous so when i feel like when it's that bad when it's that like it kind of remembered, reminded me a little bit of Laurel's death. It was like, it was so bad. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, God, that was bad. He did bad. not put a lot of effort into it. So it kind of felt like a middle wow. finger to me, to the fans. And also just like shipping, shipping characters and him telling me, you know, him shipping, people shipping characters or investing characters and him coming out and saying after one day that he killed one of the fan favorites that, you know, the relationships on the show don't matter. Is that's pretty much what he told them. He was just like, they're going to kill each other no matter what. If, it, if, it's, if it's Clark versus A, B, C, or D, she's going she's gonna to choose herself. How do you root for Clark by the end of that show? You know what I mean? Guys, I have a hard time with that. Like, if Oliver was dropping bodies, if he was killing Diggle for his own survival, I would have been a little bit like, you know, I don't think I like you very much anymore, Oliver. Right? You know what I mean? I mean, that's yeah. really what happened. This is kind of like, I mean, regardless of the fact of whether or not Bellamy and Clark were in a romantic relationship, they did have a strong friendship. They were best friends. So this is Diggle. This is Oliver shooting Diggle. Because he kind of went a little evil or something. I don't. I really can't even figure out. He was part of a cult. I can't figure out the cult a- angle of it. So, I mean, I respect the fact that he really wants to tell this dystopian universe and, like, there's no hope in the world. I think that's a pretty shitty thing to put out into the world when you're gifted with a television Well, it's show. a pretty shitty thing to put out in 2020. And particularly shitty in 2020. Like, can't you read the room a little bit, guys? Yeah. Like, like people, people, we need to move away from the dystopian. Right. It's like, yeah, this isn't the year for those kinds of shows. Maybe you don't tell that story this year. Do another show. Find another one. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. So we're sorry, you guys. He sucks. Yeah, that really blows. All right, so I'm reading this other list. So there's Harlem and Mother. We did the 100. Wes Gibbons and How to Get Away with Murder. This is on the seriesregular.com. Um, who else is on? Marissa Cooper on the OC. I watched the OC. I didn't really care that they killed Marissa. It didn't really ruin the show. I think the show was not great at the end of it. And I do agree with the, this writer that it, they could have shipped Marissa off to college somewhere and kept her off the show, and it would have made a lot more sense than killing her. And it kind of just, it kind of feels like 
they were killing her character so the actress couldn't come back. You know what I mean? It was like, no, we're closing that door. Which I think sometimes that happens. Like, for me, I was kind of shocked when they killed uh, McDreamy on Grey's. Because they had a whole storyline set up for him to go working in Washington, D.C. That's what he was doing. He was in D.C. trying to cure Alzheimer's. So he could have gone. Yeah, he could have just been hanging out in in D.C. And Meredith could have been like, oh, I'm seeing Derek this weekend. It would have been fine. But Shonda chooses to kill him. So that, to me, said there was. My personal attitude is a lot of times when a character dies on Grey's Anatomy, I always wonder if they piss Shonda off. (laughs) I think the the answer is nine out of ten. Yeah, okay. I was kind of my my percentage that I was thinking. Um, yeah, Logan Eccles I think is as bad as killing Bellamy. At least Veronica didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, thank God. Not bad at least, but I mean, he died on their wedding day. Like literally, literally on the wedding day. Just got married. They were going to have their married sex, and he walks out to the car, and the car blows up. Like what the fuck is that? they pulled with Stefan but here's the thing at least with the I mean Stefan basically dies for an illogical nonsense reason it doesn't actually require him to die but that's just the vampire diaries he dies on his wedding day but like the thing that Pleck did is she ripped off because all Julie Pleck does is steal from other shows so she stole the lost ending spoiler alerts for lost vampire diaries she stole the lost ending where they all get they're all reunited in heaven so it's kind of like Stefan was dead and then he was alive in like five seconds. So it was a little less and it was definitely not like a hopeless ending. You know what I mean? But it was, it was, that was, that was probably one of my worst series finales, but it didn't ruin. It's interesting because now I'm doing this podcast with Maddie. So I'll be, it's been, it, it'll be interesting to see if his death and how I know things are going to go with Stefan Elena. I wonder if it's going to ruin the show, if I'll get more crabby. I find that I've been a little snarky. <laughs> Like, we are doing episodes two through five, and uh, Elena slaps Damon in the, one of those episodes. It's like, there needs to be a lot more slapping of Damon in the show. <laughs> Maybe I have a little bit of unresolved anger. Uh, so it's Logan Echoes, and then they said, yeah, Bellamy Blake on the 100. See, and I just can't, I can't think of a show. Um, what was the other ones? So, like, my worst series finales, I would say The Vampire Diaries. But it's not even series finales. It's just, Killing like, characters. what character death um, ruined the show for I you. Think, and it's like, I can't think of any examples. I think, like, if, like the problem I have with Blind Spot is the, the, the showrunner didn't pick an ending. So, it's like, you get to pick your happy ending or you get to pick your miserable ending where Jane is really dead. Which, I hate that shit. Just tell me which one it is. And then I can deal with it accordingly. Like... I actually kind of at least respect Jason Rothenberger for picking a way to go and being like, no, this is the vision. Like I respect, I'm still like, I still don't like it. I still like hate it, but at least he had the balls to like pony up to the bar and do your thing. You know, that's not at all what happened with Martin Guerrero. And I just, I'm just so frustrated with that, that I I think I probably can't rewatch the show. Also, the show, but that's being that's that's an ending. Yeah, that's an ending. Oh yeah, no, not a not a not a. I death. was done with Grey's when McDreamy died. I was done. I yeah. Done. So that's a death. That's a death, that's a death okay. that ruins. Yeah, the show. I was done. Yeah. And I know lots of Angel fans were super done when Fred died. That was not cool. Yeah, they didn't like that. I understand that. 
Um, I know some Buffy fans were really super done when Tara died. I know some Sons of Anarchy fans were done when Tara died. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't me because I loved the final season. Yeah. It was amazing. But I understand why, but it didn't ruin the show. Right. Me. It was just part of the show. That was the kind of show it was, though. Like, you, you got to where you expected but like, I shit like that. And I guess, like, I have some kind of, I mean, I understand, like, the reason why I didn't watch The 100 is because, okay, clearly this show is no hope and just survival. It's basically the opposite of Arrow. You know, Arrow is a show that was about Oliver learning that there's more to life than just survival. And having him, instead of watching him lose his soul, we're watching him regain it and, or reclaim it in a way. He finds love. He finds family. He finds friendship. He fights for his city. It's an inherently hopeful arc. Whereas the 100, it just kind of sounds like everybody turns into a crappy person and shoots people whenever their lives are threatened. So I'm like, okay. So, I, like... But how is him not giving the book threatening? Well, that's my thing. It's like, okay, if the book was such a major, well, and what I was reading too, this is a, this has been a situation Clark and Bellamy have come across before where they are in, (laughs) they are on opposite sides of the war here. Okay. Or, you know, Clark is trying to protect Maddie and, and Bellamy is trying, I think her name is Maddie, um, is trying to protect his people and they've always worked it out. Their relationship has been one where Bellamy was the one person Clark couldn't kill. Clark was the one person that Bellamy couldn't kill. Like it was always, it was the one relationship that they put above survival. And so for them to have this ending where Clark's like, eh, fuck you. And just shoots him. It's really not great. You know, you're like, Oh, so you're telling me all the other times they've kind of worked out the life and death. Now she's just like, screw it because of some book. It's not good writing. At least if you're going to be an asshole, if you're going to rip fans' hearts out, make it good writing. You know what I mean? Make it make sense. Well, that's the, and that's the thing. That's why I don't have a problem with the deaths on Lost. Right. There were a lot of deaths and right. a lot of them hurt oh my God. They a hurt lot, so bad. but they were handled well and they made yes. sense in the, in the, in the scope of the story that was being told. Like, Okay, this is such, but we'll go on because this makes sense. You're 100% right. This just didn't, I mean, I I know we don't go here, so it's not like we're going to really understand what's going on, but I feel like there was some basic story structure that got skipped over (laughs) that would make it make sense that he just didn't do that. I don't know. Maybe there was an issue with, I don't know, Bob and this Jason. I don't know. It, It just seemed like a very, like, flip. Hastily written, crackily written, middle finger to anybody who sh- shipped Clark and Bellamy. Like, and he was kind of the fan favorite on that. He show. was the fan favorite, absolutely. So it's like, can you imagine, like, Mark Guggenheim killing off Felicity in the last season, having Oliver kill Felicity in the last? I just like, like can't. My God, people would he had to move riot. out of the country. He already almost had to move out of the country just by like killing Oliver, not. He died, but he didn't really. Whatever. In the crossover. Like, that was enough right there. And then people were like, all right. Don't be telling people he died. I can't. can't. We're going to get into that, too. But, I, you know, or the 20 years. Like, people were ready to hunt him down just for that. So I did find myself feeling very grateful for Arrow the next day. 
Which is yes. kind of a dick move. As I know I. it's a dick move to be like, hey, my show did a better season than that. But at the same time, we are grateful because it's a reminder that things go south. Show showrunners and writers have their own ideas separate from what the fans mm-hmm. want. And there's very little to stop the worst from happening. Right. And so the, the opportunities in which the worst doesn't happen to us, I think it's okay for us to be grateful for those. Well, moments. I mean, there's you know some kind of like there must be something in the water when it comes to um you know, series finales and season finales, it's kind of like writers lose their minds. It's like, we can do anything now. And and then they kind of lose this concept of what the show was really about. And they can really like ride it off the rails pretty fast. And they can do some stuff that like this, where you're killing fan favorite characters just because the shock, oh, this is so shocking. Like, no, it's not shocking. It's annoying. And it's, it's Pat and it's been done before a million other times on a million other television shows. I don't know where happy endings became like a dirty word to writers. That makes me sad. Or like a happy, happy concrete endings. Yeah, I don't understand why that suddenly became like this bad thing for people. I like finishing a show and feeling satisfied at the end. Either you're sobbing your guts out like I was at the end of Sons of Anarchy, but I was satisfied. Right. Or you're sobbing your guts out, but you're happy at the end of Lost. Or, you know, like, you're watching the end of Breaking Bad, and you're like, oh my god, that is absolutely the perfect ending. Like, none of these were, were like, clinically happy, but they were satisfying. No, you're 100% right. I mean, they're I don't mind there being some sadness in a series finale because the endings are sad and I get that, but I think you have to give fans um, something to hope for. Right. Or something, something to, to make it feel like this wasn't all. Right. And I feel like when you're having your lead character shoot the fan favorite, it's going to be real hard for anyone to give a real flying flip about what happens to Clark now, which is essentially the center of the show. It's like, okay, if this show is about Clark, well, I don't really like Clark anymore, you know? Okay, so now it's her yeah. daughter that she'll do anything for, which I get that. But are we saying, but if it comes down to her daughter and Clark and Clark's survival, is she going to put a bullet in the dollar? Because you've just told me. No, what it's going to do is it's going to come down to her daughter or her, and she's going to kill herself so her daughter can live. Yeah. What do you want to bet? a lot of money. But that's probably true. <laughs> We God, you're like the world, John. <laughs> they can go be in hell together. Yay! Yay. God. I'm sorry. I'm looking for my fracking mouse that goes with this computer. I wanted to. Usually, should be next. Yeah, to the well, computer. welcome to my house. That's not how things work in the Knutson household. Okay, well, I don't know. You take all of them. It's, there is a fly in this computer. I have four mouses in front of me, and none of them are the ones that are the mouse. Oh get your act together, everybody. This is not the one. This is not the one. No, it's not. It's doing it over here. What is this? 
This is what oh, it's like when you talk to Jen. <laughs> Am I, I going to join the podcast and tell everybody that you didn't know Yay! how to turn a switch on a mouse? I couldn't see it! Yay! I'm getting the middle finger right now. <laughs> All right, that was bad. That's actually worse than your mother, which is pretty bad. I'll take that. Okay. Take I'm sorry, family. Be nice. Be nice. Be nice. They're just laughing at me because I'm terrible at this. You are terrible. Love you. I agree with <laughs> Okay, I've got the mouse. All right. Now we're functioning. I don't want to turn it on. That's pretty that's bad. That's bad wow. even for me. I can at least know to turn a mouse on. Get your grip. Get your crap together. Wow, Jen. Because there's all these little we have the little remote and then there's like a thingy that plugs in and then you have to find the right mouse. And- oh my god, you are becoming an I old am lady. Such an old lady and like my I'm trying to like be better than my mother in law and I think I might be getting worse. Which is not good. <laughs> it's not good. At least I know what a mouse is. This is true. Oh, so that's like the pair. She doesn't know what a mouse is. So, so anyhow, our, our loyal listeners, <laughs> you got a nice little look at what it's like at Jen's house. This is not an uncommon event between no, me not being on work technology or me losing <laughs> shit. <laughs> Are you yelling at your I husband? Or at your husband? I was just like, people need to help me because I don't know what's going but on. But there have been times. There have been times. Right. Yes. We've told them. They know this about me. They already know this. We've talked about this a million times about my inability to work technology and the frustration that comes with it. Oh, we got a ton of. Oh, I'm kind of. Oh, we got a lot. We got a lot. Oh, we got to read Maddie's thing. I'm from Twitter. Oh, gosh. Yes, Maddie's thing. Okay. So. I asked about unsatisfying. So this is specific to series finales. And this is what our darling Maddie wrote. Number one, the writers are too far up their own butt and write something that doesn't align with the world and characters they've created in order to be edgy, subvert expectations, i.e. how I got your mother or Game of Thrones. I mean, that nails that. I agree. It does nail it. I also feel like you could put the 100 in this category um two the writers are so ready to move on to other projects that they give no fucks and don't even try to write a satisfying ending and just throw shit at the wall i.e got the girl that sounds like game of thrones yeah sounds like game of thrones <laughs> people game of thrones in that one too gossip girl true blood i didn't watch either of those shows i just trust maddie that that's what happened um number three the writers had network notes which fuck up their original vision by having to set up spinoffs or other bullshit oh that could be Arrow. <laughs> but, like, I don't know how much the spinoff actually fucked anything up. I feel like when it came to Arrow, we were looking down the barrel of Oliver dying, and Emily Ricard's leaving actually saved us from him staying dead. It was like we had yeah. so much pain because she was gone already that they just decided to, to take it easy on us. They, were, they knew we were going to have to do nine episodes without her, and that was punishment enough. The The spinoff isn't great, and we'll be doing well, there's more There's more spinoff, spin-off discussion happening, yeah. More, more spinoff is going to happen later. But, um, but it was very removed. You know what ruined the se- se- series finale of Arrow more than the spinoff? Hmm. 
the crossover. Yeah, I agree with people that Arrow got too... I mean, all the shows did, but we've complained about this before. It seems like, yes, all the shows participated in the crossover, but it was Arrow's Arrow and Arrow's story that had to bear all the consequences of right. the crossover. Everybody else got to get back was... to their happy little la-la land where the crossover never happened. Our best crossover was the one where Elizabeth got married. Yes. And that was like, that was That was it. it. But other than that, every crossover had almost a terrible, awful, I guess the first one was okay. Yeah, but that was when we saw Oliver's son. Yes, in Central you're City. right. And so we, we knew they, that we knew that was going to be a thing. They keep that up. Season four was the worst. And so we were like, we were like, oh no, what's that going to be like? And then we found out the next year. Oh, yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> you're like, thanks. That's what that is. That's terrible. I don't like it. Keep it. Steve's all like, what pitch it? I'm going to pitch it that it happens in Central City on the crossover. Shut up, Steven. Fuck you, don't Steven. Ideas. Just you trap and say your words. Just shush. No one hired you for your brain. I feel like you could put. <laughs> I, I, the writers have never known such a fuck up. Okay, I feel like on number three, you could put the originals there because none of the cats wanted to do the spinoff that they were planning. So I feel like that was a large portion of why Julie Plex ca- killed off like half the cast that season. <laughs> You know, though, but some shows don't need a spinoff. Yeah, that was when I don't feel needed a spinoff. I was like, we don't need to do this. Like, unless you're going to have... I'm sorry, I just don't think Alaric is, like, enough of a pull. I just, I don't really get it. I'm glad that you intervened and didn't let me watch that show. Which show? Legacies. Oh, yeah, no. That was bad. Okay, number four. The writers don't get notice from the network that the season finale is a series finale and the cliff over, cliffhanger they set up gets no resolution, i.e. selfie and 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, I hate that one from 10 Things I Hate About You. It was such a cliffhanger. And I feel like writers whose shows are on the bubble, like let's say pitch, they think that if they write a cliffhanger, it's going to... Don't do yeah, that. they think the network is going to be like, oh, well, we can't cancel it now. I have never seen a network give two shits about whether or not a show has ended their finale on a cliffhanger. I don't even think the networks watch the shows that they air. It's it's all about playing the fans and making the fans grovel for some sort of resolution. I'm like, no, I don't want that. Don't do that to me. Yeah, that's, that's not, cool. not fun not for cool. everybody. Conversely, <laughs> the notice that the finale is for a whole series is so last minute you get a Beyond Rush 30-second coda like Castle. Well, Castle was its own little drama because there was there a was lot, a lot happening. It was a lot. <laughs> I remember being on Twitter when that was all going down. I'm like, Castle, what is going on, people? And they're like, it's a hot mess. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty bad. Like you hear about actors who hate each other, and then there's Castle. Yeah, <laughs> Castle kind of sets the standard for, for co-leads hating each other's guts to like I want them to die level of hate. Like they have to go to therapy level hate. It was, it was pretty, pretty bad. bad. And then they're like, "Oh, we're just gonna be done with the whole show." And like, here's your happy ending because fans were like, "You are not killing Beckett. It's not happening. We're out of here." Well, check to Mr. Filion's ego. Okay, I'm seeing more How I Met Your Mother, Shadow Hunter. How I Met Your Mother, How I Met Your Mother, How I Met Your Mother. Yes, it sucks. We talked about that. Uh, Someone 
JL, she didn't like Shadows Hun- Shadow Hunters. Yeah, I get it why people are upset with Shadow Hunters because it feels like, you know, Jason Clary, it's like she doesn't remember anything and blah, blah, blah. I get that. But you know they're going to get back together. It was fine. Don't worry about it. Um, the Vampire Diaries. Yep. Oh, she wants to know my thoughts on the series finale of both Buffy and Angel. I didn't like Angel's because of the cliffhanger. It ended on a cliffhanger. I didn't mind it. But I also hadn't been watching Angel as religiously for like the previous couple of seasons. And so I kind of happened to watch the finale kind of like un... Like came back in for the finale without really any any knowledge of what was going on. And yeah, it was like, ow, this is painful. But like, I was like, I wasn't as invested in the character. So I was like, oh, cool. But I also, like, I think... I think there was a part of me that was, like, upset that Sarah Michelle Gellar didn't come back. So, I think I just kind of had a bad attitude oh, going into it. Yeah. That does It count. hurt. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt me in my in my soul. I think the part of it that I like is, like, they cut on Angel, I guess, Slay the Dragon. Like, they're going into the fight again. And you don't know which characters are going to live and which ones are going to die. And Angel, but you know Angel Angel's going to be fine. fine. What, I, what, <laughs> what I liked about it is... Uh, they had kind of built in, especially in the first season, that Angel was going to be human. That if he saves the world and does that enough, that eventually he'll get to be human. And I was like, I know Joss enough by now that that's not going to happen. So when I remember you, uh, I, you know, when, well, that happened after I will remember you. Okay, so when we get to the final season, he actually signs away his, the prophecy and like signs something so he can never be human. Which, which proves that he really did deserve it you know so that was also yeah. a tough pill to take but what i do like about it is angel's essential uh mission statement was there is no winning there's no final battle there's no evil is never going to go away so if nothing and the best the quote is if nothing matters then all that matters is what you do so like for them to end on the fight continuing that in retrospect, that worked for me, but I was probably too crabby about Buffy and Angel and him signing away his humanity at the time to <laughs> look at it reasonably. But now that it's been 20 years, I can be a grown-up and be like, yeah, that, that worked. And then Buffy is... I like Sunnydale got eaten by the... Yeah, it gets swallowed up. She gets to and... go live in Europe. There's other slayers, so it's not all on her. I saw the most hilarious, like, <laughs> picture... Um, where she's just like, what are we going to, like, Faith asking, what are you going to do now, Buffy? And she's like, bang Angel. <laughs> and I liked, that was such a, I liked that they left the door open. I didn't need them to leave the door open repeatedly. I shouldn't have probably needed Buffy as an Angel's finale as much as I did, because they kind of did the whole Buffy Angel, maybe someday we'll be together thing already. But, you know, I'm a, I, they're my OTP. I take that. Shipper. I'm a shipper. I take that 50 times over. Another one for How I Met Your Mother. Yep. Another Game of Thrones. We all agree. Yep. How I Met Your Mother, Veronica Mars, Game of Thrones. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Been here, done that. Somebody came with money, though. Smiles P. Nothing has ever come close to the ending of the Veronica, Veronica Mars revival. It destroyed the fan base, lost the creator, 80% of his fans, the same fans who joined, donated $5.7 million? Yeah, donated yes. $5.7 million. For the movie. This is what I was wow. saying. Is, is These people, they brought Veronica Mars back. They funded this movie. 
And that's what made Hulu say, okay, we're going to do the series. And then he killed him. Like, that's such a dick move. He used those fans. Okay, so there's an arrow on here. Let's read it. Uh, Karim Monera, sorry if I mispronounced your name. Arrow's final has to be on any list of worst series finales. They sold out the final two seasons to set up a spinoff with a stupid premise <laughs> instead of our... <laughs> I just sorry. I just always laugh when people are angry. <laughs> Instead of honoring Oliver's journey as a character, Killjoys series finale was the last one I saw that actually ended. I don't, I don't even know, know what Killjoys uh, is. <laughs> to say that I disagree with the statement is putting it mildly. I, Here's the thing: it's not anywhere near a list of worst season finales for me personally. Right, like me personally, I've seen a lot of series finales. I'm an old lady. I've been, doing this, I've been doing this since fucking Dallas and I was six years old. Like I it doesn't even it doesn't even touch the top ten, probably not the top twenty. Like, you know, it's it's no. For me it is not it's not that bad. Here's the thing, it wasn't the spin-off. It wasn't the spin-off. They weren't planning it, it was the, the crossover. Were, you know, I like that they introduced the kids in season seven. Oh yes. I think the kids was that great. That was great. Arrow ending with the promise of Elicity's children carrying on their fight. Perfect. Two thumbs up from me. I am a hearty fan exactly. of that. Exactly. What I didn't like was the crossover hijacking how Arrow ended. Like, yeah. It, 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 I was so fed up with, as you all remember, right. <laughs> by the time this started in, in season seven, I wasn't going to watch any more crossovers because I was sick and tired of Arrow being hijacked by these goddamn crossovers. Right. That they didn't give us anything. They just took. Right. And took and took. And they made us feel terrible. Like, I didn't even watch that. That What was the yeah. one the I would before. Have preferred- I, but I remember, I remember how bad we felt like when we realized, like, Oliver... And the monitor and him trying to save Barry and Kara. And I'm like, we're like, okay. I was so I see where mad. this is fucking going. Yeah, I was this so, yeah, I was so mad. So that was season seven's crossover, right? I was so mad watching that crossover because it was just a shit show that I didn't even hear the deal with the monitor. Remember I got on the podcast? We yes. The podcast, you're like, so what was the deal with the monitor that Oliver made? I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's fine. There was no deal. You're like, Jen. <laughs> I, I saw somebody on Twitter talking There's about it. I'm like, was there was a deal. I don't, I don't, it's fine. That's fine. And then I watched it. And that's and when like, we knew. That's when we knew it was really fucked yeah. because we knew that that deal and that was all going to be. And it's just like. And like I would have been cool. Like, listen, I was pretty fed up with Star City by the end of the show. Uh, I wasn't even all that cool with Oliver sacrificing himself for these for the ungrateful twats and uh, citizens of Star City, but. I really was not cool with Oliver sacrificing his life and happiness for Kara and Barry Allen. Nope. Maybe Kara. Nope. Maybe Kara. But Barry nope. fucking Allen nope. can burn. <laughs> nope. He can burn. Okay? All the way burn. Over, wouldn't blink. Barry needs to die. And you know that motherfucker. Well, listen. If Barry can take care of right, himself, maybe he deserves Kara. to die. Isn't this what he wanted? <laughs> I want to be a hero. All right, motherfucker. Go be a hero. Leave Oliver all of it, out of it. And, like, you know that asshole's going to get his happy ending. It's going to be with Iris, and they'll have their twins, and, and fuck you. Fuck you, Flash. But listen, Oliver is dead. No, that's the saving grace, okay? I think if Oliver had 
stay dead, if they really killed him, that would be a thing where it might ruin the show for me. Because to me, it was such a, I don't, and I've gone rounds with Mark over this. I don't agree that, uh, that the character has to die to be redeemed. And that's another common trope that's really like beating a, not to find a pun, like a dead horse. Like in order for a character to die or in order for a character to be redeemed, they have to die. I think that's a terrible message to send to people. Like you do something really bad in your life and the only way you can make up for it is by death. And I also think that doesn't really work how it works on the morality scale when it comes to God. It's not like, oh, you did all these heinous things, but you kill, you you know, you died in a fire of glory. So it's all cool now. Like I don't know. It's a little more complicated. So I, I just don't like that, that whole aspect of when they're moving. And I felt very firm that that's not the trajectory that Oliver should go. Cause he did suffer. He suffered for his sins already he suffered the whole it was the way the whole way there he was paying for his mistakes left and right so did we need to kill him on top of him needing to be redeemed no he was already redeemed it already happened so you should let him he became a superhero he became the person the beacon of light for everybody so you don't need to kill that guy in order to like make up for the fact that he cheated on his girlfriend eight years ago or 12 years ago or whatever um but the fact that they didn't keep him dead, that he essentially became Jesus. You know, like I was always talking about, oh, you know, superheroes are very similar to the Jesus story. And like, they literally made him Jesus. So, and like, he's a God and remade the whole universe. So I was like, well, that's, so, that's okay. <laughs> if he's a, listen, this is where I just, you know, Listen, if you believe Oliver is dead, I just want you to consider for a second that they made him Jesus. And when Jesus died, did he die, die? Right. No, he did not. I mean, he died, died, but he came back to life. Like, Jesus in heaven right now isn't dead. That's not dead. Well, that was Oliver's first, quote unquote, death in the crossover. Right. Like, they ripped the band Right. Yeah. And then they had to go save him in the the... And when he, when that bright light flashed, that was basically Oliver's ascension. Yes! Okay. He's the holy mother ascending body and soul to heaven. Read your Bible. Read your Bible, children. So, anyhow, he ain't dead. And when Felicity shows up, she's going to go like, hey. But also, he loves you. Can we go see the kids? And he'll be like, all right, let's go. And they'll go. Jesus ascends, too. What's the date? What's the call when Mary ascends to heaven? I don't remember that holiday. I should look it up. Um, yes, exactly. And he remade the world so that all of his loved ones didn't have to suffer. He brought the people he lost. Except, except for Laurel. Um, he brought the people that he loves most back to life, which is why he didn't bring Laurel back to life. Because um, he doesn't love her. <laughs> don't get flying shit about her. That's why. Sorry. Um, Black Sorry, you just caught a lucky, caught a lucky, lucky break, honey. That's all that happened. Uh, what else? Yeah. So, and then he does get reunited with Felicity in their paradise, you know. And he will, like, like, at this point, the show is over. There is no spinoff. So I can say what happens however I want. And in my reality, <laughs> they go back to their family and it's fine. I didn't really, I don't get as angry about the family aspect of it. Just because, no, I because don't I'm so Catholic, I think it's because I'm so Catholic. And Catholics, we're all about our suffering. 
and our sacrifice, our selfless sacrifice. We're all about that. So in order for Oliver to be superhero Jesus, he has to do something that's like really huge, a major sacrifice in order to like be worthy of being Jesus. So it's kind of like, you know, Jesus had to go through his really horrific, nightmarish, painful death in order to save us all for our sins. So Oliver had to give up something in exchange for because I still think you got to go back. I agree. I agree. I just don't get as upset about it as other people. In my brain, I'm the same way. Like, okay, he's superhero Jesus. You th- if you think he can't erase the 20 years or he's not already, re- already reunited with his children, you'd be crazy. But he's not dead. Yeah, like, come on, guys. Like, what drives me nuts is everyone who's thinking, like, Felicity committed suicide when she jumped into the portal. I'm like, like, what about Felicity makes you think that that's something that, that she, she would, would ever do? do? Number two, we see Barry jumping portals right and left, and you don't think he's dead. Just because the monitor, who, by the way, said some asinine shit that didn't turn out to be right. Just because the monitor said, well, oh, there's no return from this. It doesn't mean that there's also, any return. There's- well, the monitor said a lot of things that ended up exactly. not being Here's another thing. If anybody that looked at that comic book that was released, that was supposed to take place within Crisis on Infinite Earths, and Monitor was throwing up portals left, right, and center for Felicity and and Fam to go through. And guess what? They weren't dead on the other side Right. They were just teleported someplace else in the universe. And Kara says says to Sarah, in the aftermath of Oliver's death, I say that in quotes, um, She's like, it's just so weird that he wouldn't, like, how could he not, like, build himself an exit door? He, he did. did. And he's having all the sex with Felicity in it. That's what he's doing. So yep. he does get a happy ending at the end of it. Is it perfect? Did he get everything he deserves? No. The, the point of, like, you know, it's not really about what Oliver deserves. That's not what the story is about. Of course Oliver deserves to be a superhero but the fact that he's willing to sacrifice what he deserves is what makes him a superhero and then he can undo it <laughs> so apparently looking at the rest of these these responses is it all is it all the veronica mars people are going through yeah something. listen people we're here for you we're here in your time dark we understand we did not watch the show, but we get like, it. Listen, because that's some bullshit. If they waited, if my, sh- if our show ended, actually, let's take this. Let's take Buffy and Angel. Let's pretend they bring Buffy and Angel and they make a movie out of it. Okay, that I the paid fans for. That I paid for. The fans right, funded. Fans funded. Yeah. I paid for a Buffy and Angel movie. Okay, they they get back together in the movie. Okay, Angel becomes human. Everyone's happy, and then. Hulu's like, let's make another Buffy the Vampire Slayer with the with the original cast. And then they she kills Angel. Or like Angel dies at the end of the season. Yeah. Pretty they're like, deal. season two will be such right. and such. Because and it's Buffy's like, no. like darkness and she has to be it's a noir and she has to be like on her own. You know that's what would happen. Here's okay, so the lesson here is the lesson here is, folks, when your show is over. Don't clamor for them to bring it back. But I feel bad. Don't for clamor them. for revivals. Don't like clamor the, for remakes. Well, like, I feel like oh. the Veronica Mars fans got hosed on the double. Oh, they got because so Because their show, as I understand it, ended on a cliffhanger. Like, there was a whole bunch of stuff that was unresolved because I don't think Veronica Mars yeah. was expecting to get canceled. And then they got canceled because that's the CW. They're a bunch of bitches. Um, so, to me, the, where things went off the rails, like, okay, awesome. We got our movie, and I think 
They could have left. Yeah, it I think at the, the movie. fans were happy with the movie. It's just these motherfucking greedy networks and the showrunner were like, "Let's keep it going." But you saw, but see, this was the thing, and then the fans and I, I was nervous too when I saw this that they gave the show this season on on Hulu, and the fans were all excited, and I remember feeling very nervous about it. Because yeah, like, nothing good. Because like once you when it open up back. that, I do agree. Like I, everyone's like, "Oh, do you want a Buffy show? Do you want another?" No. I don't want them to bring back Buffy. No. Well, look at look at what happened to the X Files fans. What happened to them? You know, did they get a divorce. They it came back. I don't know all the details, but all I know is it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> did she leave with a they, baby? The, all the Mulburn and Scully shippers were like really right. pissed, and I'm like, this is what happens when they bring your show back. They make it shitty. Like this is always what I happens. feel like. There is the majority of writers in Hollywood do not know how to write a television show with a stable couple no and i think before they bring back any shows they need to learn how to do that yeah <laughs> would i want them to bring back arrow with oliver and felicity showing no. them you know 20 years down the road times. raising their family no oh my God. the minute they said it i'm like shit one of them's dying at the end of the first season okay. i can't wa- no perfect example how perfect did the dawson's <laughs> creek ending go except for Jen dying it was okay it was absolutely, absolutely perfect. perfect. Jen was perfect. collateral damage. Perfect. Leave it alone. <laughs> so when they got them all yeah. together for their 20-year reunion on the EW photo shoot, whatever, they asked Kevin Williamson, would you bring back Dawson's Creek and what would it look like? And he starts out by saying, you know, Dawson has had a lot of success and he'd be struggling to find love. And Pacey and Joey would be married. And, of course, they have children. But they're going through a rough patch. Or maybe they're even divorced. And I was like, stop fucking talking right now <laughs> right now well what was it i saw somebody say that 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 monica and chandler would be divorced yes i saw that too and i was like who like, are you are people? people yeah he was like well because you know we gotta have drama i'm like no talking anymore no Kevin we don't we don't go back it. to the vampire diaries and fix your shit over there Leave now now me. now now, I did hear something today, mm-hmm. which actually, I mean, we don't give a shit about this show, but it's good for the overall standard of what exactly we're talking okay. about. And that's the new Superman and Lois show. Oh. They confirmed that there will not be any infidelity. Is that a problem? Was that a thing? I guess some people were thinking he might cheat on Lois with Lana or something. Oh, they're going to have a Lana? I don't know. All I know is that they said there's not going to be any cheating. So I'm like, so they're going to have a stable couple on a CW like, show? from the beginning? From the beginning? I can't remember the last time I saw that. The only people I can even remember is Nathan and Haley. And they still got a di- Well, they didn't get a divorce. They almost got divorced. I mean, that's Nathan and Haley. Like, and that's 20 years, too. That was the last time I... I just don't think that I can think of anybody who's been like stable the whole time. The whole time from Start, episode like, one, from season. Well, definitely not from episode one. Well, here's here's here's, and this is where my skeptical goddamn CW brain comes in. That means one of them's gonna die, which means it's gonna be Lois. But then the, the show is named Superman and Lois, so can't she can't Lois. die, right? I just wish I liked the actress that they cast as Lois. I I'm I I won't touch that fucking show. I with wish I because it would be pole. totally up my alley. I really <laughs> like the, the kids. I 
excited that they're having play Superman. I just don't find there's chemistry between them. She just seems too old for him. I just don't. Not that you can't date an older woman. I'm not saying that. I just, it just didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. I don't know. No. It's a no from me, dog. Yeah, well, that's good. I just feel like anytime you have cheating introduced into the storyline, it's, it's a bad thing. Well, and, and Superman cheating I on mean, Lois. Like, what Superman, the fuck are you people on? Batman can cheat, but Superman can't cheat. Superman? Batman can plow it that's like, he that's wants, like Barry. Superman, that's like no. Barry cheating on Iris. Like, can you even oh imagine? God, that golden retriever puppy wouldn't know where to put it. Sorry. It's going to get really gross. <laughs> Anatomy. Oh, God, <laughs> no, but you're right. And it's the same thing. With I still Clark. don't believe like, that Barry and Iris have actually had sex because I think he's like this stick man that doesn't know how to do sex. He's smooth like a Kindle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes, he's a Kindle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Images of Barry's head on a Kendall Bobby body is like floating through my head. And I'm like dying in the oxygen. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, focus, Jennifer. Focus. So, right. Before we before we wrap oh, yeah, this we podcast. Talk, we gotta yeah. talk about there's some stuff happening on the internet. I'll let you know the whole story. So you, you do this. Well, I barely know, know the whole story. Like, Hang let's... on, I'm gonna go to his thing. Yeah, go to his thing. Okay, so apparently and this is news to me stuck over here in Elicity Phantom Land that there is a faction of the post-Arrow fandom otherwise known as the Bird fans but I think there's some I think there's some Elicity fans maybe who have been clamoring for more of for for the, the spinoff for Green Arrow and the Canaries Really want Green Arrow and the Canaries. Desperately want Green Arrow and the Canaries. And there's just not been any news, which is not a good sign. It's not, it's not a, even like, it's not even like an okay, it's just, it's a bad sign. It's a bad, bad sign. So what happened was a certain bird fan, they they did it they did it this this Warner Brothers DC fandom thing this weekend and so all these these bird fans were like constantly tweeting the CW and Warner Brothers TV saying order green arrow and the canaries to series you know we want green arrow and the canaries give us green arrow and the canaries so canada graphs our our favorite vancouver paparazzi guy who we actually <laughs> despise who we actually hate because he's kind of a terrible, he's a terrible person. human being, but he knows shit. So, <laughs> but, he, but some, a lot of times he's not actually like, wrong. Um, but you don't. Hate it. He replied. Go ahead. He replied to one of these, and he says, "You can't order something that doesn't officially exist anymore. Pilot season is until March, so the producers have plenty of time to retool it and figure out if they're going ahead with just the canaries or if they are recasting Mia." But it isn't a thing currently. Okay. The the original bird stan was very upset and said it does still does exist. They said in May that it was still alive. A few weeks ago, Kat said that it was still in limbo, but still alive. To which Canada Graphs replies, <laughs> No, 
it doesn't <laughs> exist, that is. If it did, Kat wouldn't be actively looking for work as she would still be under contract. Right. Showrunners mean it's a lot it's alive in the way a patron on life support is alive. It isn't officially dead till the plug is pulled. So next pilot season, they might try again if they can come up with a way to repackage it for the studio that actually gets the green light. There's thousands of pilots that are officially quote unquote not dead that were shot years ago because it is extremely rare you hear an announcement that one isn't going forward. Even Guggenheim more or less conceded that it failed when he stated they may wrap up the story in a comic. So this bird stand is getting more agitated mm-hmm. and says, you're just making stuff up. Nobody ever said that it failed or that it's dead. Just stop. All you're doing is ruining it for those of us who want the show. Kat, Katie, and Juliana are still hopeful. I mean, what is that even? Okay. <laughs> so Canada Graphs comes back. With the facts <laughs> says, Am I? <laughs> Let's look at the facts. Number one, it did not get picked up, despite being the only show with a full pilot done. It still managed to not get picked up. Number two, the network even went out and picked up Stargirl and a couple other shows to pad their roster. Number three, nobody ever says any pilot fails is dead. They just accept that you will realize it's dead <laughs> when it doesn't move forward. Right. But this particular fandom doesn't understand <laughs> that. Number four, how can I ruin something that doesn't exist? <laughs> Number five, KC is hopeful, quote unquote, because she knows it's her final chance to be a Oh, bird! <laughs> JH is, quote unquote, hopeful. Because it would also be her final chance to be a lead. Wow. Kat McNamara is quote-unquote hopeful because that's what you sort of have to say until your contract is fully done. Number six, again, to reiterate, <laughs> the actual showrunner stated he might wrap up the story in a comic since the show might not get to wrap it up. You can quote-unquote hope all you want, but you'd have just as much success hoping for world peace. <laughs> Reality won't change because of your hopes. <laughs> So now, Bird Stan is full on. Oh, God. He's he's arguing with him? Or he's? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Comes back. Fuck (laughs) off. I'll believe it when the network actually provides an update. I am not going to listen or believe someone who openly hates female characters, female-led shows, and actresses. I'm not going to listen to someone who is racist and accuses people of playing victim. Shut the fuck up. Then why are you asking him? He wasn't. Oh. But they continues to engage. So then Canada Graphs replies, networks don't provide updates on shows they don't make. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that statement. Like, I would expect Pedowitz to say something. I think eventually they will, but they're just not now. No, if Canada openly for work, guys. Which I think she is. It's not a good sign. Like, that's not a good sign. Because, yeah, she's, uh, she's under contract. Even for sure, before the show gets picked up, they have to sign a contract. They sign their lives away for like six years. It's ridiculous. So she wouldn't be. That's that's it at the end of the day. Yeah, she wouldn't. Yeah, you know, it's it's cat yeah. is out there doing all kinds of other work. Like she's not waiting around for this show, and she's to also do. not tweeting about it very much. Like she would tweet almost every day about Mia Smoke. She and did, Greener, and she and has not been. said anything. 
And for her to say, oh, I'm just hopeful. Well, I think, like, she can't come out and say, well, we'll just have to wait and it's see what happens. Like, yeah. anything for them to, anything that those three actresses say can't tip off whether or not it's picked up or not. I'm sure there's Correct. some legalese that they have to avoid. So they just have yeah. to say, if oh, you're expecting them to say, if you're ex- expecting them to say, it doesn't look good, guys. He's not, that's not going to happen. I mean, I'm surprised. It's not going to happen. I don't know what quote Canada Grass is talking about with Mark because I, I know that he has said several times. Oh, I saw, oh, I saw did. the thing. He said, he said, somebody asked him, they're like, if, if there's no spinoff, then how will we know what happens to William? And he's like, oh, well, I'd just, I'd, maybe I'd do a comic to wrap yeah. it up. Well, that's so it wasn't like a promise, like this is oh, the thing like, that's going to happen. There's okay, going to be a comic. It was, uh, yeah. if it doesn't happen, okay. this is what I might well, do. Well, I feel like, yeah, if thing. Mark is saying he can't say anything until the network announces it. I mean, then it's got to come from the network, and they're just not saying anything. But I don't think any like if you and just add up the math, it doesn't look very good. It just doesn't look like very good. I understand. I understand why the bird stands want it because Canada Graphs wasn't wrong. It is Katie's last chance. But can I just say to something? leave the show? Like I hmm. know it's like they're billing it as three female leads. But we know it's Kat in the league. Yeah. Yes. There's only one person who's number one on the call sheet. And it isn't Katie. And it isn't Juliana. That's all I'm going to say. Was- yeah. But I mean, that's as close to lead as she was going to get. Right. So, like, maybe, maybe Katie Cassidy's in the number two spot. But that still don't mean she's the lead. Well, and I, but I understand. But that, that is good. That is what it's going to get for her. It's number two. That is, that is what these bird stands hope. And I, like, Without even like going and looking like in their in their in their tag or anything, I can just think like I'm thinking sitting here and I'm like they're hoping against all hope that somehow Oliver shows up someday and he and Felicity are divorced and then he can get together with Laurel. Like I think they're still there hoping. was so much chatter from them asking if Stephen is going to be guesting on the series. Exactly. And, like, and that's no, why. That is why. And like that aspect of it, I think was prepped for the spinoff where the, that monitor toss away line. Oh, you know, you can't leave, leave this place, you know, because then when the show launches, it's not like, well, why? Didn't... They don't want to have to say this is why they're not showing right. up. But that's why. That's why they're not being a spinoff is good news for us Elicity fans, because now. Oliver and Felicity can go back to their family. Right. I think, they don't have to be stuck in Paradise Dimension because of the spinoff. Like, I was super pumped for the spinoff. Like, I was super pumped for what we saw in 716. I was like, I want that show. So when they paired it with this Black Canary bullshit, I just was like, Neh. and no, 809 wasn't great. I was going to watch it because, you know, they own my ass. But, I, you know, was it a good, was it a good backdoor pilot? Absolutely not. Was I very excited about the premise? Not really. I mean, so from our standpoint, from an Alyssi standpoint, we got everything we wanted in the show plus extra from my standpoint. So I'm not, like, if it doesn't get picked up, I'm not all broken hearted about it. Like, the only thing, and I swear to God, I'm the only person who gives a shit about this, is the only thing I'm kind of bummed about is I don't get my Diggle Brothers love triangle. (laughs) But yeah, this is why, this is why. This is why I like that they're, you know, I like they're not being a crossover or a spinoff because now we can imagine whatever we right. want. Oh, Oliver 
can zap away the 20 years and go back and raise the kids or they can go back 20 years in the future who cares pick one you can still have your diggle brothers triangle you can like all this stuff is essentially in our hands now. There is no can. Well, I feel to say that this is. I feel thing. like the Arrow audience is very young. I also feel like this is this was like a first fandom for a lot of people. Um, so maybe they just don't know what life is like after a show goes goes off the air. And I think you're very well versed in this, where it's like, you know, how do you keep the show alive when it's not airing episodes? And you know, it's the it's fandom. the fandom, and yeah. You know, that's why you are always so geared towards, but we can do it this way. We can do, we can write it this way is because you've been in fandoms for years and years where the show is, you know, gone off the air. Your couples that you're paying attention to aren't on the show anymore, but you guys keep that going. So, and once you, once that, that show is ended or that couple is off the air, then that canon is open-ended and you can make it what you want to make right. it <laughs> so i get people so sitting here saying that the arrow finale wasn't wasn't good like like i don't know i don't agree, I don't agree because I, it was it gave us the potential it didn't give us an open end like the way that you were saying that you don't like that blind spot right did. and it didn't give a completely hopeless right. ending it gave us an open end. Right. It's like the story can continue, but it's about. still happy. You know? It's yes. like there's there's it's innately hopeful. That's exactly Correct. what I love about it. And for me personally, like, do I always prefer to see things in the show and have it be kid? Yeah, of course I do. Oh yeah. Everybody, everybody does. does this. Everybody sure. does. And do I know any Alyssa fan who's not unhappy with the t- twenty year separation? No. I don't. We're all on that. They don't deserve that. We're all on that. Nobody deserves that. Me and Cal have like batted that sucker around for so many episodes about what Oliver deserves and all that kind of stuff. So you guys know our perspectives on that. But for me, the only part of like the spin-off aspect of it that I get pissed off about is Pedowitz, I guarantee you forced them to retool it to to include the canaries. And then the motherfucker doesn't pick it up after he made them change their initial pilot, probably, which was really good and what fans would have wanted to see. Like, what a dick. It was was dumb to sit there and say, you have to redo this to include the birds. And then when they do go, eh, no, I don't like it. Like, come on, dick. Yeah. You could have like, been something good. That? And then and you, you blame them. It's like, okay, we'll just take the birds out of it and let them have the original. No, then it's just dead. Okay, you're such an asshole. Like, okay, let Correct. them retool it and do it the way. But no, it has to be both the canaries. Okay. And OTA. Yeah. It's just it's stupid. stupid. It's, it's just stupid. dumb. But the other thing I think, too, that fuels my love for the Arrow finale is the fact that Emily Betricards did come back for that last episode. Yes. Like, can you imagine what that show the finale would have been it would have it would have sucked hard i mean would we would have gotten hard. some off-screen reunion which we could have you know swallowed but it, that that final scene but at that point oliver was quote-unquote dead right so you wouldn't have had even oliver in right. the finale no it oliver and felt, no felicity yes, it's it, just like yes. that was that would have really been terrible felt like oliver's dead dead it really would have like i think it's important and this is something that i love about lost i even like this about the vampire diaries that when you're killing a lot of characters, particularly fan favorite characters, like you need to, sh- and I'm not saying Oliver's dead. I'm just saying when they are perceived to be dead, it's nice to see them in the have, you know, in the in in heaven, so you get some closure with that. You know what I mean? 
I like shows that show me now. You're, they're gonna think. But he's not now. Dead. They're gonna he's think gonna... he's dead. <laughs> they're gonna think he's a dungeon. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. He's not dead. But you guys know what I'm trying to say. So yeah. Okay. So mm. that's mm. where we're at on the Arrow finale. We totally respect the fact that people disagree. This is just our opinion. Ken DeGrasse, yeah. the motherfucker's right. Like, go ahead and be mad. Yeah, just, but and you know. also, and we're sorry to Veronica Mars fans, How I Met Your Mother fans, and to, of course, the 100. Oh, my God. We're sorry we're to sorry. all of you guys. There's so much pain out there. Go watch, watch a good show. Go watch Yellowstone. <laughs> no, watch Yellowstone. Yeah, watch Yellowstone. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll be talking. We'll be talking. Okay, bye. bye. next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr 